Thanks for listening to CarCast on Podcast One. Yeah, get it on. Got to get on a choice, but to get on mandate. Get it on, and welcome to Castro CarCast. I'm Adam Carolla. That's Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea over there. Hello. What's going on, man? Oh, man. It's been uh, busy getting ready for events uh, last weekend and events this weekend and the weekend after that. And uh, Yeah. There's there's a, a lot going on, but uh, uh, – and then you've been – Everywhere and on the road. Yeah, like I've seen you for a while. <laughs> oh, last weekend, though. We hung out last weekend. Yeah, we went to uh, Maria Menounos' birthday party. We went to uh, Shatner's Hollywood uh, charity show. Um, horse show, I should say. Uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, Dave Coons is uh, coming in. Dave, you've seen him on uh, ABC7 out here in Los Angeles. He's uh, going to be emceeing the San Marino Motor Classic. That's an event that's coming up uh, tomorrow through Sunday. So it's Saturday and Sunday. And it's at Lacey Park in San Marino. It's it's right outside of Pasadena. And uh, it's going to be great. We're going to have all 10 Newman cars there. We're going to have a couple of Lambos there. Should prove to be a very yeah. well-organized and very well-attended uh, show. I think it's just Sunday, but Dave will probably know. I think it's just Sunday, too, except for this is tomorrow and Sunday on, yeah. on my thing. And, and these these bios are never wrong. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, I think it's Sunday because uh, I know that I'm spending nine hours loading cars in on Saturday. So but, I'm going to go ahead and say. But the bio says Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> well. Kaylin's looking it up right now. There could be just like a little slight error. Yeah. No, no, whatever. It's all right. Well, maybe uh, there's something going on on Saturday yeah, and then the car possible. show Sunday. There's another car show on Saturday, a symphony of cars. Huh. So there's a, there's a car show Saturday. At the same location? But we're calling it another car show. Yeah, it was a, a different car show at the same place the day before, and I thought it was a two-day event, and like one day was one event, and then the next day was the next event, but I, I just okay. got the title wrong. All right, all right. There's just a, there's another car show yeah, on Saturday. Yeah, a symphony of cars, uh, same time at Lacey Park in San Marino. Do they have a theme or anything? Well, we'll give them a plug, but it's going to be weird loading our cars in weird, and out right, yeah. when they're having a car show there. It must be yeah. down the road or on a different golf course or... Kalen, you can look that up. Yeah. But it's going to be weird if there's a bunch hey, of cars look, while a bunch of other cars are loading in. If you guys show up on Saturday and there's not a car show, you're welcome to help us help us push. Because <laughs> we've got 12 cars going there, <laughs> 10 new cars, and two Lamborghinis. There's going to be a lot of pushing you're, going you're, on. It looks like it, it is... <laughs> It's a it's a car show at night, but it's they're they're doing vintage automobiles, but it's really featuring uh, the USC marching band as oh, well. So, so that's the symphony right, well, part. So, so it's, it's like music a cocktail thing, it. and yeah, you listen to some music. While oh, there's some but that's that's a nighttime. It's an event at night. Yeah. Okay. So you so can, like the, it, it's like the pre party for tomorrow's car. Show. Okay. Gotcha, so it's not, I'm sure you it, type in right. San Marino car show for the weekend. A the, bunch of things. The car tonight. show Sunday, and there's a pre party Saturday night. There yeah, you go. Gotcha. All right. So you can do those. That sounds like fun. Uh, Matt will be there. Dave will be uh, calling the action. Uh, I'll be there later on. I'm going to be in Portland. And uh, by the way, 
Still probably a couple tickets left for the second show in Portland at the Aladdin Theater. First show sold out. We're taping a comedy special, so uh, come on out and uh, be a part of it. It's like a one-man show meets a stand-up show meets a little autobiographical show. So I think you'll enjoy that. And again, few tickets left for this second show starts at 10. Yes. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, Are you fun. excited? No. Uh, no, no not at all. <laughs> no, I'm not excited because I have so much junk to get through between yeah. now and then. Uh, so, no. I wish I was. Um, it'll be good when you get there. When you get be, there and you get up good. there, it's it'll be good. Fun. It'll be good when I get up there yeah. and I get there. Yes, that much. That much I know. And uh, you guys can uh, pre-order Uppity on uh, Chassy, dot com, And a lot of other good movies over there, like uh, King of the Underdogs, who we talked to uh, Stallone about in, in the flesh. That's right. At Maria, Man- Maria Menounos' uh, house. You saw hmm. the video of the shadow boxing? Your, your shadow boxing? This is a great. This is a great moment because we're sitting there, we're, we're we're standing around talking to Stallone, and he's talking about like meeting Trump and fighters and all this stuff and telling these stories. And then Adam breaks out with a couple of cocktails in, and he goes, "I had a dream that I shadow boxed for you," uh, and he's like. Oh, are we doing this now? And we're like, yes, we are. I wanted to shadow box for him, not at him. It just turned out that I happened to be facing him at the time. Um, but it was it was great. His wife got a nice laugh out of it too. It I'm sure. Fun. Still got to get. Him, we got to give him the hammer and uh, everything else still as well. When uh, you left, uh, Vin Diesel came in. I know. And. And I, his character, like in all of his movies, his character is such a tough guy. And he's, he's, he's kind of a sweetheart of a guy. So he's there and he's saying hi to everybody. He's giving you a hug and, you know, shaking your hand and smiling. And then we're like, hey, let's get a quick picture. And then he does that mm-hmm. Vin Diesel face. I'm like, what happened to all the energy and the happiness? <laughs> now you went to, uh, uh, you know, Toretto he's staying, mode. He's staying on brand. Yeah, I'm telling you, he's on brand, but he was, he was, he was great. We didn't get to chat too much. Did he drink so. a Corona? He was drinking the Corona. No lie. Straight up, Corona. I think he brought it from home <laughs> because, because uh, Maria's got like Bud Lighter on tap. Yeah, like, that's right. I yeah. didn't see any Coronas there. No, but he, he had it. He probably brought it from home. Let me, uh, so we're in like a mad dash to get the cars put together and ready and loaded up. And it's literally a car show that's going to have 12 of my cars. Um, it's going to be the first time all the Newman cars, 10 of them have, uh, race cars have been together sort of anywhere outside of my warehouse. So it's going to be quite a photo op. It's going to be fantastic. Sean's got a team over there scrambling. So you got a whole bunch of Armos in the other room just. Trying to put everything together. Sure, it's almost free for me. (laughs) So if you want to uh, come on out, uh, come on out. We'll be there. I'll be showing up from Portland. So uh, I'm sure I'll be tired and whatever. But uh, we'll have a beer and we'll have a good time. Let me tell you in the meantime about Brush Hero. Mm. Mm -hmm. No more backache. No more uh, wet, uh, scraped up knuckles. 100% water power. No batteries or electricity required. Just a standard garden hose. Hook it up. Starter set comes with two brush heads. Soft. So if you're taking your car to a car show and you want to detail out those rims, use the one brush. You want to get up top on the chrome or the painted surfaces, use another brush. 
They have them. They, that's why it comes with two. Uh, they can get rid of the serious muck or can get rid of the fine stuff. Extensive line of accessories to clean virtually anything. Boats, barbecues, yard tools, patio furniture, RVs. Always add that. Yeah. Great gift for Father's Day. Let's get going, though. Gift sets for every budget. Amazon, Costco, Walmart, and buy direct at BrushHero.com. Get 10% off your entire order when you use the code CARCAST. This is a really great device. You've uh, seen it on Shark Tank. It is very smart. Plus, orders over 40 bucks ship for free. I so like it, it for the engine compartment. Oh, yeah. Nooks and crannies. Nothing better in the engine compartment, nooks and crannies. 10% off your entire order when you uh, use the code <clears throat> CARCAST. All right, so what do you got? What are you working on? Oh, <laughs> so uh, I, you know, I, I, I told you the story of the supercharger breaking on the M3, and right. I, 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 I tracked it down to the oil feed line uh, being in basically not done right. It's basically feeding from the bottom. It should be feeding from the top and then draining out the bottom of the supercharger. So, right. So that's all getting fixed. But after we figured that out, um, the car wouldn't start. Right. We just wouldn't start. So now it's sitting at my place. It's just sitting there. You and, were telling me about that. And I've been going through with with the multimeter to every fuse and relay I can find. Uh, and now I think it's pretty much the starter, which has the solenoid built into it on, on it. And, uh, and I'm going to hit that with the voltmeter. But, of course, on this car... Uh, on the M3, on the E46 M3, the starter is under the intake manifold. Yeah. Right. They couldn't mm-hmm. make it easy. No. It's got to be under the intake manifold. Now, luckily, the supercharger is out of the way, so I can kind of see it and because access it. Because it's removed? Yeah. So uh, the intake's on one side and the exhaust on the other? Yeah. Right. Well, and it's either... I mean, I you know. Actually, if you picture it, like I just put it up I'm on my social media. It. Well, look, it's either going to be under the intake or under the exhaust, <laughs> right? So you don't have a yeah. whole lot of choices. So on this car, it has the air to water intercooler, the big red intercooler. Okay, so uh-huh. underneath that, attached yeah. to you know the Start. flywheel, the transmission area, you got to go at it from underneath. You got to go at it from underneath, or I got to remove that thing. And I'm, I'm guessing they put it on that side because they don't want the heat from the exhaust on the starter. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, it's never an easy thing. Right? It's never, it's never well, easy. starters are, the, the thing that drove me nuts is on the, on the Datsuns, on the L motors, like the 510 or the Z cars mm-hmm. or the whatever, it kind of sucked that the intake and the exhaust were on the same side. But the good news is if you're, if you got a 240Z or a, or a 510 or 610 or whatever, and you want to do the starter, yeah. you just like go over to the passenger side of the car and lean just down. Just lean in and get it. You can just, just grab go it. grab it. Like, yeah. like get a crescent wrench, undo two bolts, and pull it out. Yeah. Um, the Roadster has a U-motor, mm-hmm. and the Roadster has the intake and the exhaust and the goddamn starter yeah. on one side, Yeah, which is... Kind of insane. Like you're just generating heat and sucking it all into the motor. And that the part starters would go bad a lot <laughs> all the time. on those, and they were, and to get to them, they had like a cross member and stuff. Like it was impossible to get to, and it's like, why wouldn't you just put it on the other side? Yeah, look that up, Max. Yeah, and just make sure it's it. But you've got the intake and the exhaust on one side, and nothing 
on the other side. Yeah. I don't I don't know. All right. I don't so know what they're doing. <laughs> you're going to put your car on my lift. Oh, well, you can't get I it mean, here. not yet, but oh, well, yeah. I will when I get the alpha back. Because, <laughs> you know, you just got an empty hole in the shop right now where the lift is. And yeah. it looks like nobody's working over there. So mm-hmm. give, me a, give me a few days and I'll, I'll get so another car it, so up it, there. So it was the starter. Well, that's pretty much the only thing left. And I haven't had time to, to put the meter on there to, to check it. But I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. And, and, and the solenoid and is, now the reason there, why there is no replacing solenoids anymore. It's just you have to do the whole unit, right? I, I believe so. I mean, you can get, look, you can go to BMW and get a starter for 600 bucks or something. Or you can just get a rebuilt one for 175 bucks. Right. Starter, solenoid, all one unit. Right? Yeah. You know, so I, I'm saying starter at this point. Now, I didn't think starter initially because it wasn't like it was cranking over, but slowly or whatever. And uh, uh, it, it, nothing was happening. So I thought it was like a relay or a fuse or some sort of uh, like neutral safety switch or clutch safety switch, something like that. And I went through and checked all of those things because they're a little bit easier to check. You know, mm-hmm. you can just go underneath the dash and, you know, pull some some wires or switches and, right. and check it. So I went through all of that and everything was coming back clean. So I'm down to starter. Um, but I think it's the solenoid. Now I have the electric fan on there. When you turn the ignition key, that fan gets on and it's loud. So unless I unhook the fan, I can't hear the click. Everyone's going to say, can't you just turn it and see, and, and the see if you get of the solenoid of the, solenoid, of the right? gear going. Yeah. Yeah. So unless I unhook the fan first, I can't hear the click. So I didn't get to that yet, but I'm getting there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a little bit of trial and error. So, yeah, uh, you uh, need just to get a like a three year old Camry and call the life. Yeah, I know, but then I wouldn't have anything to talk about. That's true. <laughs> I kind of feel like this is like, oh, I got one more thing for you because you're going to mm. love this idea. Uh, this is, I, I feel like you've sort of been preaching this for a while. The start stop feature that's in all these new cars, and they all, they just, at every stoplight, they shut it down. It keeps going again. We, we just, always turn it off every time. Every time. We'll pull the fuse, yeah, whatever. But you can't, right. you yeah. can't shut it off anymore. I, have to, I pull the fuse. So I had a <laughs> chat with our king of oil buddy, Lake Speed Jr., and he was saying, that feature is bullshit. He said, that thing ruins an engine because starting and stopping is more wear and tear on an engine than anything. He's actually in town testing wear on bearings on like crank bearings crankshaft mm-hmm. bearings and the different oils and he was he'd say when they race like if you go out and do a nascar race those those stock cars the testing day that engine is way more damaged than the racing engine because testing you're just stopping and going stopping and going throughout mm. the day mm. and the race day you figure what they they fire it up and warm up the engine or they, they probably hit the dyno first and then they get there they fire up and warm up the engine and then they fire it to race it three times and that's it and he goes that engine even though they've raced it for hundreds of mm-hmm. miles has less wear on the bearings than the one that had they start and stop all the time so i i said basically like you're telling me start stop feature is bullshit. And he's like, Yeah, it's dumb. Turn it off. It's not worth it. I, I, I if you own the car, like I get it, you're leasing it, maybe you don't care. But I pull the fuse. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of it. My so, my the Yes. Go it's anno- it's annoying and it's killing your engine. The thing that the <laughs> the final What do we say? The 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 final straw. For me, was 
I pulled I, – I put an auxiliary – Everyone at my house basically just sort of sits around and goes like, what are you going to do? And like I have a freezer and it's filled with food. And like when you open it up, like Eggo waffles come flying out and this and that and the other. And everyone just looks at me and goes, yeah, what are you going to do? And and so what I have to do at my house is go, we could buy another refrigerator and we could put it in the garage and then we could put some of the frozen food in there that we don't eat very often. And we could make more room in this one. And everyone's like – yeah, okay. I, I don't know. Like everyone just sort of <laughs> – everyone in my house just sort of sits around and waits for stuff to happen to them. And it's never good. Right. And then at some point I do it and no one cares. But I put a, I put a refrigerator yeah. in my garage. Yeah. And I put it against the sidewall sort of where I pull in, on the side where I pull in. And so when I pull in, in order to get my car in far enough to shut the garage door – and close enough, and I have to really bring it up against the edge of the corner of the refrigerator. Oh, can you? Does it prevent you from getting egos? <laughs> no. When you park there, but <laughs> my right hand front of the car, my passenger side front of the car, yeah. is going right up against the corner of the fridge. I have to really get it like yeah. snug up in there. And what happens is, is I'm creeping in, creeping in, creeping in. Stop! Like I'm right there. Then the car stops. Oh. And then it starts again, and it scares me every time. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to smash my refrigerator. Cause you it's think a, it's going to go forward. Yeah, it's like the worst know, time for yeah. your car to stop is when you're trying to just – I want to creep in another four inches, and it keeps shutting down yeah. and starting in. That's why I was like, fuck it. Pull the fuse. So you guys can pull the fuse. Yeah. Yeah. The button – screw the button. The button – shuts it off i don't know momentarily or temporarily but when you get to the next stoplight like it's back on again I, I you gotta <laughs> just pull the fuse and 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 it's it's heaven heaven on yeah. earth All right, I, go i'm get- sure there's various layers of the whole you know how long you stop for does it ruin your bearings and stuff because the oil's dripping and stuff go find by. dave Koontz and bring him <laughs> in i'll tell you about castrol edge tech advances made engines smaller but you got to take care of those engines with the start stop thing right Mm-hmm. You need the best uh, motor oil you can find, Castrol Edge, with uh, titanium technology. They, by the way, have gotten together and uh, created a, uh, a challenge called Titanium Gamer, inspired by the need for speed video games. Find out if real or computer-based driving skills are superior. And uh, see it for yourself. Go to Castrol Edge. Watch them deliver the great uh, lubrication. Also, check out Castrol USA YouTube page and watch this video. Good to see you, Dave. Good to be here, Adam. Hi, Matt. The uh, San Marino Motor Hello. Classic coming up uh, on Sunday with the party the night before, USC marching band. If they don't play Tusk, something's wrong. All right. <laughs> uh, that's Lacey Park, San Marino. San Marino's is kind of next to Pasadena or maybe in San Pasadena. It, it's its own city, but it's yeah, right next yeah. to Pasadena and in, in the San Gabriel Valley. And I think a lot of people who come to the show, you go to this huge 30-acre park and say, well, where was this? I, I didn't yeah, know this was I, here. I didn't even know San Marino existed before the show. And, <laughs> and then once you get to San Marino, yeah. you've got to figure out where. Once you get there, it is a spectacular setting for a car show. What exciting cars can we look forward to? Is uh, Bruce Meyer and company bringing some cars out there? Who, who, who are the usual suspects? How many years has this been running? Uh, this is the eighth annual, and yeah, Bruce Meyer is a regular there. And a lot of the checkered flag Peterson people with the, with the really good cars. This is a 
Concord Delegant show. So you'll have the brass era cars, the really, really old horseless carriages, and then the Grand Classics, the Packards, the Dusenbergs, a lot of Ferraris. There's a local Ferrari collector named David Lee who always puts together a display of the rarest of the rare Ferraris. He seems to own every rare Ferrari there is. One year he had a 288 and an F40 and an F50 and a LaFerrari all kind of fanned oh, out. Oh, he's giving Lingenfelter a run for his money. <laughs> I think I saw that cat on Jay Leno's yes. garage a few seasons ago. They went up to Willow Springs and brought a Ferrari. And his, his uh, social media handle is Ferrari Collector David Lee, so he's pretty proud of that. That's kind of long, though. We should probably <laughs> cut that down. Uh, we, saw his, we saw his collection at the Concourse Italiano. Yeah, Good yeah. Job. There was a lot of his Ferraris. They were in a semicircle. Oh, I yeah, yeah. Remember I remember we you were talking. I didn't yeah. know that was his collection, but sure, yeah, that, that makes sense now. Stuff. Uh, so he'll, so what, what cars? So we have my cars. We got the Newman collection. Has there be been there. A, a Japanese showing at these events in past Boy, you years? Know what? Are you, That's are you a aware good of? Question. I, I don't, don't think, think this, so. This one might not have had maybe, maybe the odd, uh, Dodson Z, but I think, yeah, as far as a or a race of, car, uh, well, they've had race cars. You know what? My co MC is Ed Justice Jr., and he usually brings something out of the Justice Brothers Museum. And yeah, they've had other something race tiny, cars some, some sort of midget racing car. <laughs> <laughs> but they actually bring them up at trophy time, and everyone's holding their ears because they're uncorked. Uh, they'll be Mercedes, they'll be Corvettes, Porsches, you know, the, kind of the usual suspects. How many cars in total do we expect? Last I talked to the organizers, they had 407 cars registered. Yeah, so, but Ed Justice can take one flatbed, but six of his little tiny cars on there, so that doesn't count. <laughs> that's a big That's a big turnout. It's become a bigger deal. You know, all the shows around Southern California want to be the Pebble Beach of Southern California. And this one, i got to say, it's probably the premier local show. A couple of others have sort of fallen by the wayside, but this just was a grassroots thing that they started after the former L.A. Concord Elegance kind of collapsed, and these guys took the reins and made this thing pretty awesome. Yeah, they did one at the Col- uh, Rose Bowl or Collis- uh, Rose, oh, Rose Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, the that Rose was, Bowl. That was the one that sort of uh, went kaput. Yeah, they had some pretty cool cars there, but it didn't yeah. really work. But they now have picked this up and have run with it. And if you think about where it is, uh, aesthetically, it's great. The climate is great. The time, of, the time of year and everything, the weather should be great. But also, this is a group where there's a lot of heavy hitters with a lot of really nice cars, and they're all within 12 miles in any direction. You know, Pasadena's yeah. great. You get out to Bruce Meyer and Beverly Hills over there. You can get out to the, you know, Glendale and then, you know, Burbank or whatever. It's all, there's a lot of real good cars within striking distance yeah. of this place. Mm-hmm. So that probably brings out a real high quality of car. And I think it's also kind of like you mentioned, the usual suspect. It's kind of a club. It's the checkered flag people. You know, Bruce Meyer picks up the phone and says, hey, you're going to be there. What are you going to bring? I don't want to be in your same class. You know, we don't want to well, compete for the trophy, that sort of thing. The, the next weekend, he's doing his Rodeo Drive right. Father's Day Concord, and we got to go to that, or I do. You're going to go play softball with Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> but that's because Bruce called and's like, uh, we need two cars out here. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go <laughs> like, in the morning. I oh, think. okay. Because uh, I don't have to bug out until about twelve, twelve thirty, something like that. Where are you gonna play? I actually checked it, which is the UCLA girls softball stadium that Jimmy Kimmel rents out with food trucks and everything else to play his Father's Day softball game. I said, "Damn, that's got to be." three miles, three and a half miles from Rodeo Drive. And I told Matt to check it, and it's like 2.3 miles. So I can get 
from Rodeo out. Drive to the <laughs> UCLA softball field in five, ten minutes. Yeah. Um, first pitch goes out at like one o'clock. I mean, they got the soft swirl ice cream truck if you want to get there yeah. a little earlier. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's a good day with tons of cool cats and the kids going nuts. Um, so I can theoretically go to Rodeo until, you know, 1230. Yeah. And then pack up the kids and the wife and, and head over to uh, the softball game. And the Rodeo show, you want to go early because I, I do that yeah. one every year as well. And it gets crowded. I it mean, does. the sidewalks become packed. So go to that one really early. You'll see everything and you can get out of there. Do uh, I know you're, you have a personal collection, Dave. Um, you got a, let's see, I'm looking here. You have a low mileage uh, 280Z. How, how low is that? Uh, well, when we bought it in 04, it had 29,000 miles on it and it never left the neighborhood. It was a neighborhood car, sold new at Canoga Datsun, and theoretically, <laughs> it never left the San Fernando Valley. We've now put a whopping uh, another 20,000 miles on it, but it's still under 50,000 miles. The uh, Z's, wow. boy, man, they're really making a move in the value department. They simply flatlined for 20 years, and now they're they're going. I saw one on Bring a Trailer. I don't know. It was up over 20 grand with a few days left. Like, yeah. They're they're making a move. Uh, you got a Ford Mustang, a 68 Ford Mustang Fastback. Always like the Fastback. Well, it's a bullet car. It's a bullet car. And here's the thing about Dave's car is... is Wait, is it a bullet car or yeah, is it... It's, the, it's, it's a recreation, well, right? Well, yeah, yeah. I, and I was one of the first ones to do this back in the 90s. It actually got damaged in the Northridge earthquake. It was a stock 68 GT, and 68 GT in Highland Green has these white stripes down the side. So it had to be all repainted because a shop light fell on it. So when I picked it up from the body shop, they go, oh, we had to, we had to order the stripes. And I kind of looked at it and thought, well, it looks better without them. So then let me get the torque thrust wheels and the whole thing. And then... It started getting work, and it's been in TV shows and movies. And well, that's Ford what I was going to say. It's because it. yeah. you have the car, and everybody knows about it. And the real one was hidden away. <laughs> and you're in L.A. This Every time somebody needs a, you know, some sort of bullet Mustang, some TV show or movie or event or SEMA or L.A. Auto Show or whatever, your car is the one that goes all the time. Yeah, like well, it's been it, well, it was, but now more people have them, so now it's, it's competing. <laughs> well, yours, you know? yours, I guess, was an earlier one because you did it a while ago, yeah. and it just keeps showing up everywhere. There was one uh, that our buddy Bill Fickner drove in the Top Gear. That wasn't this one. Yeah, that was. I was going to say it was a piece of shit, <laughs> and it was a very poor representation of the actual bullet car. Yeah. Well, mine's a real 390 car, real four-speed car, sold new in Glendale. You know, the original owners had it in Panorama City until '86. It's a it's a real California car. It's the real deal. It, it always had a 390, always had a four-speed. It was always Highland Green. Oh, really? Yeah. So you're pretty much. Uh, That's bullet I mean, enough. It's pretty much the rims. I guess I'm trying to think like what if it's Highland Green, it's got the 390, it's got the four speed. I know they did some suspension stuff, but besides the rims and some suspension stuff, what is th- it? It's taking stuff off the car. You take That's off all it. the badges. So it's like badge deletes and stuff. Yes, yeah. it's, it's right. clean off all the chrome, that sort of thing. And you know, there's interpretations. Some guys go obsessed and want to do it exactly like the movie car. No one's yet put dents in the side of theirs, I've noticed. But there's different degrees of it. And everyone's, ah, well, I want 16-inch wheels. Some guys will say, but I've got 15-inch wheels because that looks right to me. But yeah, some guys right. do 17s or 16s. No. Or, yeah. or they, they lower them a lot. And the cars in the movie were actually set really high because they had to put big springs on them so they could land okay. Yeah, you see the car <laughs> in the movie, and especially the front end is up high. I mean, they're, they're getting airborne in the streets they of are. San Francisco. So... um you're going to be now. What does 
calling the show entail? What time do you show up? What is your roster of duties to well, perform? Ed and I will get the show going. I think about 10 o'clock is when it officially starts, and I believe we'll have the Trojan Marching Band uh, doing the national anthem. Um, and then what we do is we kind of walk around the show field for a couple of hours and find interesting cars and interesting people to talk to over the sound system. So... You know, hey, Adam Carolla, you brought your Paul Newman uh, race cars. Uh, you know, how'd you get started in this? And we'll talk to you for about five minutes, and I'll say, Ed, what do you got? And he'll say, well, I found Bruce Meyer, and he brought this. We do that. And then our main responsibility is the award ceremony when the cars come parading up. And that's a, a little bit of a hot mess sometimes, but we get through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what should people do? Is there uh, the price of a ticket? Are kids free? Is there a two-day pass? Uh, in terms of, is there a website people should go to? The two-day really... pass would be useless. Well, the two, the, well there's well, a Saturday night <laughs> well, event the, and the, then a the, Sunday whatever. The Saturday yeah. gala is actually sold out, so you missed that for this year. Okay. Um, the Symphony of Cars, just to tell you what that is, they have a ramp and they bring the cars up and everyone's having dinner. And then the USC marching band does a song based on the decade of the car. So they go from 1910, 1920, and then each car stays up there idling for about five minutes. And the first year they figured out they were – gagging everybody yeah, just so they, they brought in some fans <laughs> to blow the exhaust right. away so that's the symphony of cars if you want to get a ticket for sunday i think it's 25 bucks if you buy them online 30 bucks at the door and i think kids under 12 are free now but it's a charity event the yes. whole thing's a charity fundraiser because that's the part i keep forgetting to mention that uh all of it is 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 going to various charities not just one right? yeah it's the san marino rotary mm-hmm. it's the usc marching band and it's also the main recipient is the pasadena humane society and they bring out a mobile adoption center and they have dogs and cats there to be adopted and then the uh the show cuts them a pretty significant check every year they're, they're pretty proud of they run it lean and mean as they say and they're able to really some of these shows you know they have so much expenses and they say and we gave the uh, art league a, a, a nice donation you find out it was like 1200 bucks or something right but san marino motor classic has really really been able to do a lot for charity they, over the years they said they've they've grown that because you were talking about the size of a concord uh, compared to Pebble Beach, I think this is the second largest behind Pebble Beach. Show now. me some pictures from last year, Max Pata. Hit Geico, and then I want to talk to you about. Uh, I want to focus on what's important, which is: Can I buy beer there? Must I bring <laughs> my own beer? That's is right. there going to be sloppy joes for sale? What? How does the food <laughs> truck? What's that, going on with the food and the beer? Okay, it's funny that you asked that because I was telling Sean. Just like a day or two ago, I said, fill up the trunk of the Mura with beer just in case. (laughs) Uh, Let me tell you about Geico. Everybody's got a to-do list. You know, you're dropping off dry cleaning. You're picking up some milk. Now you can add save hundreds of dollars in car insurance to that list. You don't have to drop off or pick up anything. If you just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Go to Geico.com. God, there's uh, Hudson on there. Or a um, uh, Tucker. Tucker, I mean, uh, up there we're looking at. A lot of world-class cars over there. We're looking at DB4 or 5. I uh, can't. Can't quite uh, 
looks like a DB4 or 5 we're looking at in front of us with Aston Martin. Yeah, but so I don't see a concession stand. It's world class. Yeah, where's the hot dog <laughs> truck? Where's the hot dog truck and the beer they truck? They have a food truck area down at the end and a bunch of different food trucks, including there's a local favorite called Tui's, mm-hmm. which is down off Huntington Drive. And it's their logo. I never figured out. It's a guy with a clothespin on his nose. And it's up on their sign. And I, Has I it got stinky somebody, cheeses well, or that's something? What I'm thinking, yeah. like, how is that your logo? And someone explained it to me one time. So they're there, different food trucks. There's also a VIP section. You can buy a VIP ticket, and there's a buffet, and there's beer and wine. But I don't know about alcohol. Ha, as somebody like we have such great we'll food trucks and stuff in the out back here. Of the mirror, just yeah, yeah, to play just maybe it just in case. We have such great food trucks and stuff out here, and they always go to these great events. Has somebody created the mimosa truck? Like, oh, roll up well, to, the, to these events. First off, you're leaving money on the table if you don't call it a mimosa mobile. <laughs> I'm sorry, the mimosa mobile. Yes. <laughs> there should be, and just like for the golf cart out uh, with the hot chick that uh, pours it up on the links who gives you the, the Bud Lights, you know? Yeah. Hot dude, shirt <laughs> off. Driving around in the golf cart, pouring the ladies the mimosas the mimosa out mobile. and fanning out over the field. Am I <laughs> right? The collar and the cuffs. Yeah, like just, the just the yeah, yeah, We're not going to yeah, overdo that, it. That could be trademarked we'll by We'll get one somebody. of the Thunder from Down Under guys. <laughs> you want to talk the old lady into coming next year, the mimosa mobile yeah. that comes to you. <laughs> that's that's And you charge whatever you want for that mimosa. Yeah. They're getting paid. Yeah, that's $18. That's $18. Yeah. That's fine. Not including tip. That's right. <laughs> Yeah. VIP tent, uh, there is a wine and beer bar. At least last year there was, so. Okay. <laughs> keep keep okay. that in mind, but let's not let's not leave anything to chance. <laughs> Get that cooler and Can start icing it Can you call and confirm? <laughs> Get that cooler. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, also, I'm looking uh, down your roster of uh, vehicles, Dave. I see you have um, a first-gen uh, Ford Mustang, or sorry, Ford Bronco, which is though you want to talk about another vehicle that has just gone through the roof those uh broncos you know they followed the uh land land cruiser the toyota all that stuff the defender all all the kind of boxy yeah. 70s 80s wherever toyota of uh, england uh, america everyone is on to those cars yeah. in a big way right i bought mine in 2005 just because i kind of always wanted one i think i had a toy of one as a kid mm-hmm. and i always kind of liked them and so you know i'm familiar with fords and and so i started looking for one and i wanted to find one with uncut rear fenders which mm-hmm. is the kind of the style they were yeah and also wanted to find one without rust which is tough but i found <clears> one and i bought it at the right time because uh, the value has just gone crazy jonathan ward who's a friend of mine um, he came up to me a few years ago, and he says, uh, "He goes, how's your Bronco besides tripling in value?" And I said, uh, "Yeah, you know, you know why it tripled in value because yours got on the cover of Auto Week, and now yeah. the value went crazy." And he said, "I should have bought thirty of them when they were forty thousand dollars. Now I've got to pay ten thousand for them. You know, I've got to pay more for yours. of your own success. You know, <laughs> yeah, no, those guys are out there killing it with that. I mean, obviously, yeah. he's the he's the singer of all wheel drive." or yeah. off-roading yeah and i'm i'm so happy that they're guys that are out taking those great platforms the bronco is kind of to the 911 what the what the off-road vehicle is to the 911 which is a, it's just a great jumping off point it's a great platform 
to modify. And if you noticed in that picture that was up just a minute ago, mine and actually all our cars are what we call a day two look. I love a period day two look. So like our Datsun Z has the slot mags. My Bronco has the slot mags. I did it up as if you bought the thing and then went into the Bill Strop catalog and kind of accessorized it. And sort of a period correct modification Exactly. Thing, period yeah. correct. And, and it's stock ride height. I don't tend to off-road it. That picture was taken actually out in the dirt out near Palm Springs. But um, it gets so much attention. When we first got this thing, it was in the summertime, and we're driving out to some friend's house right on the 101 freeway, and you know we're tooling along, and, and my wife says, everybody is staring at this thing. Now, we've got other old cars. I drive a lot of cool test cars, and I started noticing, you're right. Everyone was looking at the thing. So I think there's a certain At first, you're like, do we have a flat tire? Are we leaking something? <laughs> exactly. I'm not quite sure. Well, especially since they just bought it. What, what's <laughs> yeah. dripping out the back? Yeah, you know, what's, what's going on? Yeah, check on that first. Um, the car that uh, that you brought today just for fun, because you work right down the street. Yeah, I'm down uh, uh, right here in Glendale. And uh, the building here is painted in golf racing colors. We've mentioned that 100,000 times before. But uh, you got your wife's car? Yeah, well, we have a Fiat 500E, and uh, it's my wife's commuter car. This morning I actually dropped her off at the metro station. She works near downtown L.A., so an electric car is perfect for really short trips because – if she was doing a cold start on an engine, where you just did a Castrol commercial, I mean, I'd be changing the oil every month because, you know, that would be wearing it. It's a perfect vehicle for that. This is our second one. And so I said, you go to the dealer. You turn in the previous lease. We had the orange one before. And she's go, oh, it's blue. And I show up at the dealership to sign the papers. And I go, oh, my God, it's Gulf Racing colors because it's powder blue, got the orange mirrors, the orange accent stripes. So, of course, <laughs> me being kind of a smart aleck, I went out and got a Gulf Racing decal to put in the back window. Sure. The irony, a Gulf decal on an electric car. And uh, it's a great little city car, so I'll have to get a picture of it parked out front. <laughs> is it, it's taking it right now. It's, it's pure plug-in electric. Yeah, yeah. It's pure electric. And there, yeah, so anyway, there's no motor on it. And what's the range on it? Um, it's about 80 to 90 miles, depending on how you drive it, whether you use the air conditioning. And when we had our first one, my wife worked out in Canoga Park, and so the range was just fine, even if she had to make some side trips. Now she has such a short drive, she just goes basically to the metro station and back. Um, I plug it in once a week. Once a week. Yeah. And uh, huh. you don't need the fast charger or anything? No, I've got a level two at home. I have a, I have a 240 volt at home that we had installed. How fast would it charge just on household current if you needed it? It's to? one of those weird things where if you look at the charts, it's not double. <laughs> Even though you know, the voltage is half, it's like exponentially. Like if you look at, let's say it's three and a half hours for a full recharge on level two. It's not seven hours on level one, 120 volt. It's like 12 hours or something. Yeah, like that. it's, it's, like the, it's like the Richter scale. It's, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> it's like from a, from a 6.0 to an 8.0 isn't 20% but more. That's it's right. total it's devastation. It's total devastation. And, you know, people yeah. are finding that out with the Chevy Bolt. That's the one that has that 200-something yeah, yeah. mile range. Well, it's an eight-hour charge. If you run the battery, it's an eight-hour charge on 240, on level two. If you're going off household current, it's like four days or something like that. So that's the <laughs> other had, side of it. I, that was like one of my things. It's like, I think they gave me a leaf for a couple of days, or maybe it was a Oh, it was a, a Chevy Volt. It was a Volt, yeah. And like, we, I took it here, and uh, we ran extension core and just ran out the front door and like plugged it in. And we plugged this, this is the first gen and everything. Plugged the thing in for five hours, got like four miles yeah. added to the odometer. Like I, I was like, wow, that's not what I'm looking for. Well, these are definitely a city car. And and this little Fiat, in fact, several journalists that I know have these things because the lease deals are so good. It's a great in-town car. 
small, easy to park, take it out to dinner. It's just fantastic. I'm, 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 all, I'm all about it, and 80, 80 is completely fine. It was that uh, BMW 7 or 8, that BMW 8 that was... The i8. It was oh, you know, 17 hybrid. miles <laughs> yeah. or something that seemed... And, and again, like, I work 14 miles from work, you know, and everyone would say... Well, just come into work and plug it in. And I'm like, like, no, I want to plug it in overnight, Sunday night, and have three or four days of going back and forth to work, not yeah. plug it in every time you go to work. Well, those plug-in hybrids, there's two things. First of all, it's to get their MPGE number up. So even if you have like an X5 and it goes 12 miles on the charge, if you look at the MPGE number, MPG equivalent, it's like 85 MPG, and that helps their whole – Right. Also, in certain places in like China and more and more Europe – you have to be on electric power when you go into a city. They want you to ah, be on electric for the power. Smog. So you can turn the on and off and say, okay, I'm saving my juice. That's that Cadillac CT6 plug-in. That was made for China. In fact, it's made in China. You get to the city. You go to electric power. You got to go on an electricity. Then when you get back out on the highway, you can go back onto your gas engine. That's why they do those. Interesting. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah, I'm going to tell you guys some more about Brush Hero. Nice. No more back aches or wet, scraped up knuckles. You've seen this thing on Shark Tank, as Adam mentioned. It's 100% water powered. There's no batteries or electricity required. Just a standard garden hose. Have you guys seen it? It looks like a like a big Dremel tool with a brush on the end. It's kind of cool. The starter set comes with two brush heads, a soft one for sensitive surfaces like paint and chrome and a tough one for the serious muck, the mud, the dirt, your engine compartment. Like we were saying, you can start cleaning out your uh, suspension components on your yeah. Bronco. Yeah. You, right? Because it's you got standard ride that, height. That, that dust that I get on <laughs> the streets of right, uh, yeah. Toluca Lake. In, yeah. your, in your garage, the nine miles a month you put That's on that right. thing. Uh, there's an exclusive line of accessories to clean virtually anything, you know, boats and barbecues, yard tools, patio furniture. Check it out. Go to BrushHero.com, and you can get a great gift set for Father's Day. You guys should get on this pretty soon. There's about a week away. You yeah, can get it's a great it. item. You can get it at Amazon, Costco, or Walmart, but if you go to BrushHero.com, you get 10% off your entire order if you use the code CARCAST. And uh, all orders over 40 bucks will ship for free. So go to BrushHero.com and use CARCAST as your code. All right, so let's review. San Marino, Motor Classic, Dave will be there, Matt will be there. I yeah. will be showing up tired yeah. from Portland, but I should get there... Around noonish, okay, maybe noonish plus. I think I landed Burbank about eleven uh, thirty or something like that. I'll just come straight away. So um, that'll be good. Come by, check it out. That'll be good. Cars. I'll come by. <laughs> I'll say hi, Dave. Grab a cocktail. Or uh, Ed Justice will come come around. Bring the uh, mobile mic. We'll have a little chat by the wheels. Dave, where should we go to find you? ABC7 out here, yeah, by the way. Yeah, you have a day job. ABC7.com slash automotive. And then for social media, it's all ABC7 Dave Coons on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Dave right. Coons. KUNZ. Uh, check out, uh, yeah, KUNZ. Check out Shift and Steer. That's uh, on Podcast One. Well, thank you. Uh, once again, one, uh, one more show tonight in Portland, or tomorrow night, I should say. Uh, a couple tickets left for the second show. Uh, live shows. Just go to adamcrolla.com for that and check out our latest documentary, Uppity. Go to chassis.com, two S's and a wine. Pre-order it for us, please. I think we'll deliver it in July. And also say hi to our friends at Podcast One, podcastone.com. Click the survey banner and take five minutes and help them out. They're a great company. They want to help 
bring the best product they can bring to you, and it'll help if they know what you like, what you don't like, and all that kind of stuff. Dave Coons over there. And until next time, this is Adam Kroll for Dave Coons and Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea, saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. Do you have that one piece of clothing you keep going back to, no matter how full your closet is? Having a versatile, high-quality favorite feels great, but having a whole closet of them feels even better. American Giant puts the quality, durability, and comfort they're famous for into everything you need for your spring days. From premium t-shirts and jeans to lightweight French terry joggers and their legendary best hoodie ever. Whether you're dressing for work, the gym, or happy hour, you're sure to find your next closet go-to from American Giant. And it's all made in America and designed to last a lifetime. Get 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com with code STAPLE20 at checkout. That's American-Giant.com, code S-T-A-P-L-E, 2-0.